0: Hello and welcome to this edition of the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hilton Garden Inn, Tifton, Georgia. Tonight, it's all about that February Crazy Travel Roundup. Enjoy. Welcome back to the second edition of the monthly Crazy Travel Roundup. Such overwhelming response to last month's edition. Thanks, Mom. We are going to do this once again. So before we get into it, a couple notes. February 8th, I picked up a new car, and in roughly one month's time, I have already 4,50,0 4, miles on it. This has been a windshield month, as they say. So to kind of place where that came from two weeks ago, I was in Thomasville, Georgia. And my last visit here was September 11th, 2002, and I remember the date because I was awoken from my slumber by the sounds of fire trucks and ambulances in the parking lot of the beautiful Hampton Inn, Thomasville, Georgia. Turned out there was nothing more, but my first immediate thought was, this is a repeat of the year before. How could it happen? Thankfully, it wasn't, but I was wide awake without the aid of any sort of caffeine, Thomasville's a cool town. I really put it on par with what, when people see or think of small-town America, Thomasville is it is often referred to as the City of Roses, complete with an annual celebration. The downtown area is cobblestone streets, and it's lined on each side with a mix of shops from coffee shops to antique boutiques to high-end men's clothing stores. Whenever I see those high-end clothing stores in these small towns that sell ties for $115 or belts for $75, I always wonder how in the world do these guys stay in business. If you ever get to Thomasville, check out their 300-year-old oak tree, which is really spectacular. If you're into photos, definitely take the time to get some some cool photos. If you can't ever make it here, there's always a oak tree webcam. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Last week was another road trip up I-95 into Columbia, South Carolina, and Columbia, South Carolina has a great history for my family. My dad was born just outside of Columbia in a little town called Chapin, South Carolina, and if you make it there, I don't know why you ever would, but if you do and you can find a phone book, if that's even possible nowadays, uh, and look up the last name of Frick, you will find the pages littered with them. It's the only place I think in the country where you'll find it like that when we hit the... America Coast, for some reason, we all migrated to Chapin, so that's just, uh, I've always found that odd because it's very rare that you come across anybody with the last name of Frick. My grandmother's side of the family started a business called Cromer's Peanuts way back in 1935, and they were focused on boiled peanuts, which we call Southern Caviar, and dry roasted peanuts. And their motto was, guaranteed worse than town. So that's a look at marketing in 1935, but you know what? All these years later, they still stick with that as their slogan. Over the years, they've expanded outside of peanuts to include popcorn machines and concession equipment. The Columbia Zoo is a cool place to spend the afternoon, and one of my favorite stops is the Lizard's Thicket for breakfast. Think corned beef hash with homemade onion sausage. I mean, as true Southern as it gets. Leaving Columbia, I headed kind of southwest over to Athens, Georgia, bypassing one of my favorite barbecue spots, Sheely's, in Batesburg, South Carolina. Sheely's is an all-you-can-eat barbecue buffet that includes a daily special, and if you're curious, yes, Friday is rib day, so plan on long lines. Uh, My dad and his three buddies gave their crew a name, the Traveling Romeos, which stands for Retired Old Men Eating Out. And I don't think they came up with that on their own. I want to say I heard about it in a movie or something. But these three or four guys have been known to make a a three-and-a-half-hour one-way drive to Sheely's just for lunch. And I'm surprised they made it home without one of the four of them slipping off into some sort of a food coma. Side note, uh, they're closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. But if you ever find yourself on I-20 heading to or from Columbia, check out Sheely's. Once I finally hit Athens, Athens is a true college town, still is. I've been going there for probably the last 25 years. My sister graduated from UGA, claiming it was the best six years of her life. You know, the downtown area of Athens remains really unchanged. You know, a lot of college dive bars, a wide variety of restaurants and food choices. The outer parts of Athens is expanding into suburbia. But that inner kind of downtown core is Relatively unchanged. On to this month's crazy travel roundup. I know my rights. Woman with knife shoves her way past TSA and Orlando International Airport. This comes to us from ABC TV Channel 9. Orlando police say a woman forced her way into the secure area of Orlando International Airport without going through security. Then struck an officer who was trying to arrest her before being subdued with a taser. According to police, the officer found a military ID and container with 12 grams of cannabis. Police charged McNaughton with battery on a law enforcement officer, cannabis possession, and other charges. Well, right out of the gate, it's thank you, Florida, and thank you, Angela. You know, it seems Angela was subdued, which is code for stopped with a taser. And I get great enjoyment out of taser videos. Like I've said before, I'm a broken person. It's amazing how quickly they will subdue just about everybody. And the beauty of it is that most people believe that a taser won't stop them. The second those prongs hit and they get juiced, uh, the muscles tend to tighten up and gravity takes over. They just, you know, as they say, gravity, it's not just a good idea, it's the law. So they usually hit the ground. Top it off with the fact that Angela was packing dope, which earned her the auspicious... Other charges monitor, and other charges is code for, if I'm a cop and I got to fill out all this paperwork for your stupid stuff, I'm going to find as much stuff to throw at you as I possibly can. Thank you, Angela, and thank you, Florida. One of the travel blogosphere sites, The Points Guy, Alabama Airport opens its first sensory room for passengers with autism. Birmingham Shuttlesworth International Airport recently opened the airport's first sensory room, a space designed for travelers with autism, sensory, and anxiety disorders. The inclusive space was launched as a partnership between the airport and Culture City, a national nonprofit organization based in Birmingham. The sensory room is now open and is available to any passenger who may need to use the space. So this is a bit of good news, not necessarily travel news. And the Birmingham Airport is one of my favorites. Uh, very short TSA pre-check lines and actually very short standard TSA lines. There's a gym and Nick's barbecue, so I can get barbecue at 9 a.m. in the morning. The other part of it is my wife's career is based on servicing children with autism. And it's refreshing to see a facility like this come to fruition. I mean, traveling can be stressful for all of us. I mean, at some point, we're all going to have a panic attack. And this room gives you a place to kind of unwind and get it back together. So thank you, Birmingham Airport and Culture City. Leave it to the New York Post to bring us this one. Pilot draws two penises in the sky because he was bored. The article goes on to say this Aussie pilot found his job to be so dull that he ended up drawing two, not one, penises in the sky. Uh, An unidentified captain in Perth, Australia spelled out, I'm bored, and went on to make two phallic shapes in the sky according to the flight-aware map that tracked his journey. You know, Aussies are as hardcore as they come, but this guy really, I think, took it to the next level. All of us had been in a meeting, and we were so bored that we doodled, right? Usually you start out with taking your pen and tracing over the date five or six times. Then we draw a few boxes, some circles, and if we're really bored, we'll draw lines connecting those boxes and circles. And you know what? This guy basically did the same thing. He just did it in the sky, and unfortunately, the FlightAware app picked it up and made it public. You know, to me, this is, I'm a guy, this is total guy humor, harmless, but nevertheless, very creative and very funny. Travel blogosphere sites one mile at a time. Throws up this one to us. Hilarity ensues as man takes off pants on Air France flight. So if you read the article or the link on this one, it was kind of a Twitter post that they put together in some sort of an article. So it's not total nudity. I guess it's semi-nudity. It's got some some wine and a ukulele. Of course, it's got a ukulele. Why wouldn't it, right? So the cliff notes are as follows. Man boards plane, strips down to his boxers, slams four bottles of wine, and goes to sleep. So this didn't happen stateside. So it could just be normal behavior for an Air France flight I've never been on. I have a better explanation. I once worked with a fellow road warrior that was European. And he refused to spend hours on a plane or in a car wearing dress clothes. He would always you know, go into a bathroom or into an office or somewhat and, and take off his dress clothes, fold them up nicely, and put on a pair of jeans. Maybe this guy didn't have a pair of jeans. I'm guessing he was doing the same. You know, when it comes to why in the world he had a ukulele, I'm going to leave that one up to you. Wrapping it up from Boing Boing, man claims it's cheaper to spend your old age in a holiday inn than a nursing home. Terry Robinson of Spring, Texas explains why he and his wife, when they get too old and feeble, they will check into a holiday inn instead of spending their remaining years in a nursing home. So according to Terry's research, the average cost for a nursing home is about $188 a day, where if he used a senior discount for the long-term stay at the hotel chain, he'd only have to spend about $60 a day, in turn leaving him with about $120 a day for food, room service, laundry, gratuities, and movies. You know, Terry went on to point out that the Holiday Inn has locations all over the country, so if he gets bored, he can always pack up and move to another city. Terry you just might be my hero. You know, doing the quick math, I spent close to six years of my life in various hotels, and I see Terry's point. You know, most every hotel employee is pleasant, willing to help. You know, I can have fresh linens and towels every day without having to do laundry. There's usually free breakfast, a couple other perks such as a fitness center, pool, free Wi-Fi, free cable, business center, and often a shuttle to take me around town for when I'm too old to drive. I mean, You know, long as I'm not connected to one of those machines that beeps every 45 seconds, this truly is a viable alternative. And with my bankroll of hotel points, it may just cover my first 43 days. That's it for February. It's a bit calm. You know, of course, we had Florida in there, some partial nudity. But, you know, hey, a new one, a retirement plan. Thanks for listening. Safe travels and have a great day. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.